0: Welcome to the Real Ryu podcast. I'm your host, Katie Duda, a certified nutrition and digestive health coach, sharing with you how to navigate the noisy wellness world that exists today by cutting through it with an anti-diet, science-backed approach. So honored that you're here. Let's get into it. Hey, welcome back to the Real Raw podcast and welcome to the new year. Welcome to 2023. This is the first episode of 2023. It's January 3rd. I'm sitting in my closet, really excited about what's to come and in store for this new year. I love the new year, but I also believe that every day is a new, is a new day and a new opportunity and a fresh start to start anew. If there's things that you want to ditch and there's habits or mindsets or beliefs that you have that are no longer serving you. You don't have to wait until the new year to institute a new practice that's going to be better suited for you to help you live your best life. You can start today. You can start tomorrow. Every day is a new opportunity to start fresh. So if you're feeling this pressure that you have to completely reset your life and change all of these things and you have to have this huge list of all these different goals and it's overwhelming to you, I want to just give you a huge hug and say that we don't always have to be doing, we don't always have to be improving. You can have your goal be that you want to just be more this year, you want to be more present, you want to experience more joy, you want to rest more, you want to play more. Those are really excellent goals because all of those things are going to help you actually achieve a long, sustainable, healthy life of vitality versus burnout. And when we feel burned out, then we turn to things that aren't good for us like Unhealthy foods and alcohol and excess of TV or drugs. And now we're in a health crisis. So health is so much more than food. It's so much more than fitness. And I believe that most people have their goals fail them. By A lot of statistics say by as early as the end of the month of January because they're not setting their goals up in the right way. They're not actually getting deep enough with themselves and still enough to really drill down to the root cause of why they want to achieve these goals specifically and have a deeper rooted why. Oftentimes the goals are a little superficial and outward focused on appearance and wanting to lose a certain amount of weight or be at a certain amount of weight or start moving our bodies more. And while all of these things may be really great because you may need to do those things in order to help better your health, they aren't meaty enough. And so I want to give you a new approach to setting health and fitness goals. I walk through this assessment with all of my new clients, right, when we're kicking off our health coaching sessions together. We don't just wait until the new year to do this. But I think it's a really timely, promptly applicable episode, given that it is the new year and you're likely feeling inundated with all this new year. What are your goals? You know, I certainly feel this pressure that towards the end of the year, I'm like quickly like racing through of like, you know, what are things that, you know, I don't want to take with me into the new year? And what are my what are my personal goals? What are my business goals? What are my health goals? what are my relational goals? And we, you know, I feel this need that I have to like sit down for hours and create all of these things. And the reality is, is, you know, this stage in my life is that I have very little time to have to myself. And so, you know, I'm thinking about these things in the shower or thinking about things when my son goes to bed and I don't want to put so much pressure on myself to have to radically change my life. I really like the way things are. There's definitely some really painful moments that I had last year that I want to no longer carry with me next year into this year now. But I I see this mistake being made time and time again where many people actually no longer are achieving their health goals by the end of January, which is like less than 30 days because I don't believe they're setting them up in a sustainable way. I don't believe that they're deep-rooted enough. And so let's dive into a different approach to setting health and fitness goals that actually take so much pressure off of the food and fitness itself and really have this organic, holistic way of looking at your full life on all areas and looking at pillars that may not, you might not be associating that have everything to do with actually the motives behind why you continue to struggle with, you know, if it's alcohol or if it's, sugar or if it's, you know, takeout food and not being able to follow through with cooking healthy meals at home or whatever it is that you know is kind of your your weakness when it comes to um, holding you back from truly achieving your health goals, you're probably not realizing that it has a lot to do with these other focus areas that I'm going to dive into and when we take the pressure and zoom out of food itself and stop obsessing about the food being so perfect and exercise having to be such a intense, vigorous process, six days a week in the gym, no pain, no game, this so like all or nothing mentality. And we think that these two things alone, the fitness and the and the food, though they are important, but we think that they're alone going to help save, solve all of our issues and the reality is is that you've probably done this every single year for multiple years and it's a vicious cycle and come sometime throughout the year it doesn't work you realize you're either it's unrealistic it's unsustainable you're hungry all the time or it's not realistic when you're out with busy lifestyle for traveling for work or with kids on the go vacation etc It's too restrictive. And so you bounce back and revert back to your old habits and even end up putting the weight back on and more. So I'm here to offer you a different approach to achieving your health goals that is way more fun. You can enjoy amazing foods. You're satiated all day. You're moving your body in a way that you love. It feels good. You're energized throughout the workout and afterwards. It doesn't leave you feeling super depleted. You don't dread it while you're doing it. And further and more importantly, you have so much joy in your life in other areas and you feel just happy. So if that sounds good, let's go ahead and dive into that new approach. So I just want to, if you're credit card is out to give these companies right now that are telling you that you need these juice cleanses or sugar detoxes or new supplements to help kick off your new year strong. I want you to hear me out as I give you this more, much more gentle, effective way to achieve your health goals in 2023. And it's not going to leave you feeling defeated. It's not going to leave you having to revert back to your old habits because it isn't intense. Most of my clients that I work with, almost 99% of them, when they're really committed and they see it through and they put in the work, you know, by the end of six months, they look back and they can't even believe the person they were before. From both a physical, a psychological, a a overall just person of who they are mentally and physically, um, and that while you're in the moment, while we're so used to like this instant gratification society, we want give me something that's going to allow me to drop the weight. And it's, you know, it's all vanity, right? I just want to drop 10 pounds in 30 days or some some crazy number. And then we obsess over these numbers. We obsess over, you know, hitting that goal. We really lose the focus on the whole other picture of what's really, really important, why we really want to lose the weight. And so I promise you that this this approach is much more effective it's much more sustainable and it has you this is a lifestyle that you adapt so at the beginning of every month I'd encourage you to kind of go through these question prompts that I'm going to ask you you don't just have to do it in January you don't have to wait until you know the new year or next December if you listen to this podcast you implement what we talk about you feel really really good but come March you realize oh man I've kind of forgotten great. Don't beat yourself up. Come back to this show. Come back to your notes and redo it. At the beginning of every month, you can put it in your calendar to say, I'm going to go through these question prompts and reassess because seasons in life are going to change. So who you are today and what you need and what you don't need are going to be different than what you need in March are going to be different than what you need in August, et cetera. So give yourself grace. There's no end finish line here that we're trying to achieve all these things in a certain amount of time. We're just going and receiving with as things come up in our life and enjoying the ride. Okay. So the thing, I'm not anti losing weight. I just want to preface that. And I'm anti diet culture. I'm anti follow this rigorous, very rigid, certain rule book on don't eat this, eat this or count these calories, because we just know that 95% of diets always fail and 100% of people gain the weight back within three years or less, if not more. So if you've been on, you're one of those people who've also been on a yo-yo diet and you've experienced this, you know, and it really just leads to disordered eating, right? And um, not a really fun way to enjoy our life. So let's ditch that. Let's say, okay, we know diets don't work. We've I'm willing to bet you've tried one. And let's rethink the way we think about food and how it nourishes our body, how we think about ourselves and the relationship food plays in with ourselves and what food ultimately does in our body. And so, most people they're starting off their goals the year with, you know, these very ambitious goals that are specific on like how many days a week they want to work out or how many calories they want to eat or how much weight they want to lose. And it takes a while when I'm going through initial consultations with clients on that first session of really getting to the peeling back the layers of the onion to say, okay, but why, you know, why is it that you want to lose the weight? I think losing weight if you need to is a good goal, but let's get more specific. Let's get more granular. Is it because you want to have more energy to play with your kids? Is it because you want to live a longer life to be around for your kids and grandchildren? Is it because you, you know, want to feel more confident and um, have more energy for your spouse? And, you know, there's got to be a deeper rooted reason as to why and if you have a more severe health issue going on that actually requires a disruption immediately in your all your habits, such as, you know, something like an autoimmune disease or really high blood pressure or even cancer, right? Things that are a wake-up call for us to say, I have to make a change. There's obviously urgency and there's a pull in your heart for wanting to get this figured out immediately because you want to stick around for your loved ones, for yourself, for, you know, you hopefully, you know, have things in your life that you love and you want to keep going around. So while it's the, the, the what of what we're doing is actually losing the weight or rebalancing your hormones or, you know, repairing your gut from, you know, um, Intense trauma, or maybe you went through a lot of antibiotics as a child and you just have a lot of uh, gut disturbances going on. That's the what, but the why is what we need to drill down. So you really need to get clear on why specifically you want to do what you want to do this year and not have surface level goals. And ideally, ideally, the goals are not exterior focused because while there's nothing wrong with wanting to change your look, it is normally not deep enough reason to stay consistent with something and it will likely lead to unfulfillment. I remember when I was going through the intensity of my eating disorder back in maybe when was this, 2010. It's been a while, but I remember that I always had, you know, if I can just get to X amount of weight, I thought that was going to unlock the happiness. And so I obsessed over the goal weight. I achieved the goal weight. And then what happened? I wanted to go lower and lower and lower and lower. And it was never good enough. I got to a weight that was so scary low for my height. I was 89 pounds, 90 pounds, and I'm five foot nine. Okay, like it was hospitalization. It was very scary. Um it's a miracle by the grace of God only that I'm here. Okay. So my, my point is, is that I know firsthand that the weight goal is, it's a very superficial, meaningless number because you will hit that goal. Let's say you do, and you'll focus and obsess. You'll zone out everything else in your life to just hit this goal. And maybe it's not weight. Maybe it's something else. Like, In your business, it's hitting a certain revenue threshold or, you know, it's having a certain amount of kids or whatever, you know, whatever it's applicable to you, you fill in the blank. But that specific, like being so rigid about something that really doesn't hold a lot of weight, you don't know why you're really going towards that. You hit it, and then you just want to keep going more and more and more because it's never going to unlock that true joy and fulfillment, right? It's not based on something that's more meaningful. It's just a very superficial, made-up number. And so it won't bring you happiness, and it won't bring you joy. And you might hit your goal, but you're not going to be happy doing it. And that's that's not a way to live, okay? So let's not chase a specific number. Let's not chase just a very base-level Goal. Let's get a little bit deeper and really truly satisfy the soul. And so the way that I encourage you to look at your goals is based off addressing areas in your life that are causing the dissatisfaction that lead to things that are leading you to be unhealthy, that are leading you to be overweight, that are leading you to have your hormones imbalanced, that are leading you to underworkout or overwork out live off of chronic stress, et cetera, et cetera. And so when we approach our life off of addressing the bigger rooted issue, which I call primary foods, you're 10 times out of 10 gonna achieve in turn and ultimately your health goals, your fitness goals and live a really, really healthy life. You're also going to experience true satisfaction and joy, and you're going to be inspired to keep showing up to do the things that are good for you, for your mind, for your body, and everything in between day in and day out, year after year. And so I call these things primary foods, and I've talked about them a few times on the show. So if you're not a new listener, you may have you may be familiar with this topic. It's always worth re-bringing back up because your primary foods are always going to ebb and flow as to where... There's voids and what needs a little bit extra attention and love. And so the big ones that I see that are needing a lot of focus with clients that I work with are relationships, spiritual health, physical exercise, finances, the home environment, and career. So these are the biggest primary foods that I would say arguably are most people are extremely In one or two areas, very deficient in. And when we are, let's take an example. So let's say that I'm in a career, and I can relate to this because this literally was me for the first 10 years. Uh, I am in a career that is not in alignment with who I am at all. It's what society imposed on me, what my parents imposed on me that I should be doing. I was chasing after titles, I was chasing after money, I was burning myself out. I had no time for anything else in my life, no time for my family, no time for anything. And while I was out, you know, externally achieving all of this success, I was internally so dissatisfied. And as a result of that career dissatisfaction, I would seek other things that, you know, one, the stress alone was causing me to be really, really unhealthy. But two, my only outlet at the time that I had was to crush my, crush it in the gym and I overdid it. I would work out six to seven days a week and it was like 60 minute sessions, constant cardio, hit training, etc and that was just too taxing on an already overstressed nervous system And so it led me to have no period for six years it led me to, you know, us really struggling to conceive, it led me to a host of hormonal imbalances, no estrogen, no progesterone, no testosterone, hair loss, thyroid imbalance, et cetera, right? Like it's all starts to spiral. And it all came from this immense dissatisfaction in my career that then I would seek, you know, probably snapping in my relationships because I was unhappy. And so you can see how the root was the career. And once I started to address the career and started to enroll in health coaching and started to realize, well, I really love what I'm doing and I love learning about this and this whole new way of, um, of conducting a career and really pivoting, I started to watch everything else in my life just have so much less friction and everything came with such ease. And I just loved myself and I decided to, you know, walk instead of sprint, and I decided to do Pilates instead of hit training, and I decided to do things that actually just felt really, really good, because I didn't need to punish myself. I didn't need to obsess about looking the certain way. I just loved my life. And so that might not be the specific example that's applicable to you, but I encourage you to identify one to two primary foods that need attention most in your life this year. And then really drill down further by this is where the action really takes place here and where the meet and scene transformation is going to happen is where you have to say, okay, now what are one to two things that I can start doing today every single day to start improving these areas? So if yours is finances and your finances are a mess, and you really need to get them cleaned up. So maybe today, your step one is to research a platform that helps track all of your spending and put goals in place. And maybe tomorrow, it's, you know, setting a monthly budget across all of your different spending areas, right? So it's taking little small steps every single day, or at least a couple times a week coming back to this and saying, okay, you know, have I I been consistent on doing these things and starting to bring more joy into these primary foods? When you start to focus and obsess on changing these areas first, instead of going to the surface level, oh, let me just cut out these foods. Let me just eat this amount of calories. Let me just go to the gym and do these things. It might work for a short period of time, but the dissatisfaction continues to remain. You still have these huge voids in your life that ultimately, I promise you, the success that you're seeing in the gym and from eating will eventually fizzle out because you will sabotage and manipulate your body. Your, your, your body just has this place of it needs to seek equal, equilibrium. And so if it's feeling this immense dissatisfaction in these voids, it will turn to things that uh, are not good for you eventually and it will backfire. So, this is a much more root cause, holistic way to get at ultimately achieving your health goals. But it's kind of a backwards way of doing it and it's something that I'm sure you've probably not been told by the masses in the diet culture today. But I promise you, it is one that works 10 times out of 10. And not only. You know, achieving the goals is great, but how about the fact that you will have so much joy unlocked in your life and fulfillment, and you'll be walking around as the true best version of yourself to your coworkers, to your family, to your children, to just people in passing? You'll have a frictionless life the more you start to focus on these bigger, deeper buckets. So, just I want you to watch just for the next three months. Identify one to two primary foods. Is it relationships? Is it your spiritual health? Is it physical exercise? Is it finances? Is it the home environment that needs to be addressed? Or is it your career? And watch the shift as you start to experience more joy and balance in these primary foods. You'll watch how your actions towards choosing better foods, honoring your exercise commitments to what your body is really telling you it needs. You'll start prioritizing your sleep. You'll start saying no to alcohol. And everything will just become so much easier to do because you're not using the food and exercise, TV, alcohol, toxic relationships as void fillers to try to make up for the lack of primary foods that you're feeling. It's a game changer. I promise you. I hope you'll give it a try. I'll see you same time, same place in two weeks. And I can't wait to hear how this primary food exercise is a way of going about setting your intentions and goals for 2023 goes dm me at ditch the scale or you can send me an email if you're on my newsletter list if you're not you absolutely should get on it you can check out the show notes for all that juicy information and i will see you next week Thank you so much for listening to the Real Value Podcast. Hey, if you enjoyed what you heard today, be sure to check out more episodes and consider subscribing to my weekly newsletter where I share the latest cutting edge research tips and tricks all to help support you on your healing journey. You can sign up in the show notes below to join in on my community so that you can get that exclusive content, discounts on packages and so much more. And if you're ready to take your healing to the next level, you can learn more about my individual one-on-one health coaching packages at therealryu.com. And lastly, I would love it if you left a review of the show. I read every single one of them and deeply appreciate all types of feedback as it helps inform the type of content that I create here for you on a weekly basis. Thank you so much for tuning into the show. I hope you have a beautiful day.